guys. It usually works out all right. <laughs> Attention platform number three. This train is now due to derail. Please stand please. Back to the Cones and Doe show. That's Big Dog bringing in the show there with Happy Hard Train, an old classic. Oh, wasn't that by Kevin McAllister? Yeah, it might have been. I think that was involving Kevin McAllister. Man, I used to love that movie. Fucking Big Dog featuring Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, let's see if he actually gave us permission to use the song. Yeah, he did. Cool. All right, we're set, we're set to go. Excellent. Because we weren't going to use it. We weren't going to use it because of, like, you know, copyright issues and stuff, so... But we have uh, now Jude Big Dog out of all that money and stuff, so we're good to go. Especially since we got our fucking $250 million Spotify deal. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty good. It's how, how are you going to spend your millions? Oh, fuck. I'll probably just buy a fucking farm, mate. Well, the thing is, as well as like that $125 million, they've also given me a pedo island as well, too. Really? Like, I was going to have to buy it out of my own money. But they're like, oh, you didn't negotiate it or what? Oh, fuck, fuck, I so. didn't get offered. Man. Man, so you have to buy your own pedal out. You can use mine if you want. It's cool. Fuck, you must have the look like Roxette. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'd have to shave the, the bottom half of your beard and just leave the stash, I reckon. Yeah, that would be pretty good. I'll, <laughs> I'll wear that in the island. What do you think I should call my island? The happiest place on earth, maybe? No, that's Fintagen. Neverland? No. Mm. I might just open it as a kindergarten. What do you think? <laughs> uh, anyway. I don't know. It seems like uh, something that you'd have to get blackmailed into, but it seems like you're pretty all for it. <laughs> well, no, I think, yeah, some people don't need to be blackmailed into it. They're all about it and stuff, you know? Well, about, about that pedo They're life. all about that pedo life and stuff, yeah. Fuck. They're all about it. Fuck, I wish it wasn't true. Yeah, I know. It's the old pedo elite. Fuck, I saw in one of my First Amendment auditors the other day, he had a video and I just flicked a few of them and his next video was like called Adrenochrome and the Pedo Elite. And I'm like, oh, I guess I guess more people are getting into it. Uh, it's, uh, it's a pretty hardcore rabbit hole to go down. <laughs> but it's worth it. Yeah. But I don't know. After a while of that shit, though, because I would um, watch a decent bit of <laughs> yeah. InfoWars for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd see all these different guys talking about uh, shit that they fucking... Um, had found when busting child molestation rings and all this stuff Mm -hmm. and for a while you're like oh i'm glad i'm finding out about this shit the world seems fucked up but then it's like the old abyss thing you know yeah yeah yeah. it's just like no i 
I cannot keep watching all this fucking pedo themed shit even if it is on the right side of justice and everything yeah it's just like you just don't need that shit infiltrating your brain it's sort of the same way that the front page of all these news pages works as well oh yeah it just gets you in your brain yeah yeah, yeah it's like oh do you like this negative fucked up shit yeah yeah, yeah. and you really and yeah. suck you right in well yeah I do that on Facebook your brain. I read it because I like the debate but like the debate quality is so bad but I sort of just get sucked into it and then you get sucked into this like mindset of just people arguing like these little peons um, scrambling for the crumbs they give us from the table you know <laughs> frothing at the mouth about the scapegoats they've chosen for us and stuff <laughs> where's pro- that from propaganda frothing uh, at knew, the mouth about the scapegoats that they've chosen for us um but yeah but that's how it goes so yeah we're back here what is it it's uh mid-july 2020 we're halfway through it's a bit of a slog it's a bit of a slog of a year to get through but we're halfway bit of a fucking slurry <laughs> yeah it's a bit of a sluz dog but some things are good um there's bubbles on the mic again um yeah, shit, shit got real. Yeah. On the last step. For sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I've been tr- trying to um, reconsider all of the crazy shit that I get to say on this show, that I am allowed to say on our sure. crazy private pub- public show. Yeah, yeah. And um, <clears throat> as much as, like, all the time, I'm like, yeah, I fucking stand by that shit, I'm not going to apologise for trying to be funny, which oh, I still stand you're gonna by. You're going to cock out, though. No, no, I'm not going to cock out. Um, it's just weird how you can't actually know something like and people are just like oh you can fucking know if something's real even if you didn't experience it yourself but yeah you really can't Mm. even if like it is like this mass massive like globally agreed thing Mm. you still personally don't really have this first hand information no it's true yeah and I've been guilty of that a few times on the show even though like it's like I'll be reading something that resonates with me more than like a mainstream story and mm-hmm. I'll be like yeah fuck yeah but essentially I'm doing the same thing of just reading some shit and then saying it back and being like oh, yeah sure. this shit's fucking real so well I've always had this theory on that note that like we are a product of what we read so if like I took you and locked you in a cage with either like the communist manifesto or the Quran, you would end up being a commie or a Muslim or whatever if you had nothing else to do. I don't know about that. Maybe, maybe, as, a maybe as a young man. Like, yeah. But but then how would you like contextualize it? You can't give a five year old a fucking the communist manifesto. And yeah, but after you've developed to yeah, this yeah, to this okay. point, yeah, maybe I reckon I could just sit there and yeah. meditate or yeah. like pretend like if you had to do yeah. it to live, you could just pretend and then on the inside, you know, like yeah. You can rearrange yeah. my face, but you can't yeah. rearrange <laughs> exactly. my mind. But on the inside. But on the inside. But on the inside what? Believe it or not, Bateman, we're all listening about it to you. For American Psycho. Yeah. Um, but on the inside, you know, there is no inside. But, yeah, no, I take your point, is that we are all just fumbling around with the dark with our stupid opinions about this as well. There is a limited... the best you can sort of do is try and spot the bullshit I think to a certain extent but like to be able to actually divine motives and stuff is quite difficult you can observe sort of what sort of structures and forces are at play and stuff but like with a media ecosystem that's so sort of psychotic and malicious or or like just like geared to like disinformation yeah totally that's why I'm so opposed to the mainstream shit yeah just cause it is deliberately fucking misleading and often just straight up the opposite of the truth yeah um but yeah then I'll like gravitate to things that are the opposite and then still have no first hand experience in it oh, exactly. I guess the thing I'm thinking of is probably the um 
the bushfires thing and how I'm like, ah, yeah. oh, they just need to fucking, you know, do firewalls and fucking yeah, yeah, do the right, clean yeah. up all the fucking shit off the ground yeah. and all that stuff, which is potentially true yeah but it's not like i've been walking through all the national parks no. and being like oh look at all this scrub and shit like oh they're not doing it right and stuff but it's like, true it's so full of bo- i saw today the conversation which is like it's lefty but it's meant to be like we're academic we discuss it's proper stuff but of course it's all corrupted with ideology like the rest of them but they're like the last season's the biggest biggest bushfire on records and people posted in the comment they're like why are you lying it's not and it had stats from other years and like in 2002 1983 like bigger areas got burnt out and stuff so everyone just lies about it but i don't know it's so hard because we're so i'm it's just our brains aren't made to handle this information and being able to like we're not fucking climate scientists we're not genetic scientists we're not political scientists we the best you can do is try and have your own sort of set of morals and live by that and stuff but everyone's a fucking expert yeah like if you're not wearing a mask you're kind of going to kill my grandma (laughs) and all this sort of nonsense and stuff you know like I don't know. It's everyone's into it though, and it's 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 tiresome after a little while. So it's fun every now and then to just throw out bullshit. So yeah, and <laughs> this this show from the start, like not from the maybe from the very start, or probably from the very start, mm. has been like pretty a reaction. It's like been a reactionary kind of thing, mm. and like a massive troll, but just a lot of fun. Like mm. people, don't, I don't know, people should try it out there. Hmm. Just try and talk shit for as long as like sixty episodes. Or yeah, exactly. And then see the shit that starts coming out of your mouth. And <laughs> even if it's fucked up, it's quite fun. That's why we like I never edit any of this shit out. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. listen back to it. It's fucking you know. Yeah, these podcasts. Obviously, it's stuff. for our own sensibilities and shit. Yeah, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, we're not really doing it for a wider audience, really. <laughs> no way, but I don't really give a fuck about that, but. Um, I don't, yeah, it's just a, like when the world's so PC and stuff, you know, you can't fucking say anything. I mean, yeah, you, we can say fucking everything. Yeah. That's the point. It's so well, fucking great. Not everything. It's fucking great. Not everything. Just say. Oh it, no, man. I, to- I told just you. Say it. I told you about my pedo. <laughs> We've been island, talking about pedo island. Yeah, yeah. Like, what can't you say, dude? I mean, it's fucking yeah. horrendous. I mean, I'm literally saying to the cops, I own an island for pedophiles, <laughs> and they're not even coming to get me. Like, I'm invincible. I'm like Boris from Goldeneye or whatever, you know. Fuck. Okay. Anyway, better speak into the mic. Oh, classic. Nice. <clears throat> Alright, let's say it's classic. <laughs> A bit of classic coke. Uh, yeah, thanks Big Dog again for that song at the beginning. This is good stuff. Big shout out to Big Dog in uh, oppressive old Hong Kong where he can be thrown into a Chinese jail now thanks to the security laws that have passed. Nice. So let's hope that uh, no one gets... Let's hope that no one dobs him into the Chinese Communist Party, eh? Haha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that went down a treat. It was like uh, when the fucking gigolo in Juice Bigolo yeah. accidentally drinks his fish or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, spicy. <laughs> it's just like that. All right, let's see how this goes. <laughs> what of us has to speak? <laughs> no, no, I was leaving it as a punch break for the audience at home. <laughs> 
It's sort of like choose your own adventure. Like, <laughs> no, it's more of a read-along kind you of mean, children's book. You mean Punch Like Punch and Judy, the old seaside show, <laughs> all right? Like, that's what you're talking about, right? Totally. There were simpler days when you could just go down to the seaside and just watch two puppets fucking punch each other or whatever, right? <laughs> then have a quick hand job under the pier from some fucking minger or whatever. You know? Fuck yeah. Fuck. I might have to go start hanging out under some piers. <laughs> yeah, dude, spicy. Dude, that's a classic. <laughs> I was not saying that's classic. <laughs> not, it's not going to become a catchphrase. <laughs> I'm bringing tears to my eyes. All right, I'm going to get through this. Sorry, I'm, I'm stinking up your room a bit. But... Fuck yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's too entertaining. I just have to bear, bear witness. You can imagine what's happening at home, Phyllis. It's fucking epic. He just can't fit it all in his mouth. <laughs> I hate that, the fucking truth. <laughs> Alright. Fuck, I heard this happen on Ray Hadley's show last week. What, that fucking. Having a punch break or whatever. A punch and Judy break. That's why Alan Jones got fired. <coughs> yeah, for sure. He couldn't fit it all in his mouth either. Too many billies on the show. Yeah. So are we going to take a break now so I can punch a cone of marijuana? Now that is, that is fucking classic, mate. <coughs> the old fucking Ventolin after the fucking... I know. The Ripper. <laughs> and Bomb always used to tell me how bad it was to do that. <laughs> he always had funny little suspicions about what's good or bad to do. <laughs> like, you shouldn't do that, man. You shouldn't do that. But I think Prison Jim was doing it as well. Yeah, Prison Jim was doing it up hard. All right, back. Oh, dude, that put a fucking hole in the potty. Yeah. (laughs) Do you think maybe this isn't why we're getting paid $250 million? No, people love this shit. They'd probably like it even better if we were on camera. Fuck. Yeah, well, I've thought about that before, but it's like, because that seems how everyone does it these days. You know, he showed me a fucking. Okay. It was a tick. She watched a fucking TikTok, and it was some Australian podcaster guys. I guess similar to us, two white guys about the same age, being funny. Oh, two white guys. We need more of them in comedy. <laughs> but then they're doing that, and they're like, "Oh, some guy sends us an email. Keeps sending us an email for show ideas, and they're shit. They're so shit." And he's literally pressing a button with like fart noises and shit noises and stuff. <laughs> Got heaps of views on TikTok. Okay. So what I'm saying is why. Uh, I guess because it's uh, more juvenile than our sort of uh, elevated sort of humour, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this guy says ideas and it's shit, mate. We just don't want them. <laughs> and it's like, fuck, bitch, we don't even get emails. That's yeah, how real we are. Yeah, your fucking ideas, cunt. Uh, but yeah, exactly. We'll read them out and then do the shit noise. Exactly. And I know this, I, I'm generally not being bitter when I say this. I'm just a, a little bit confused and uh, a little bit righteous as well, but... It's because all of this fucking <coughs> short-term, short-attention span media actually well, yeah. is fucking eradicating, like, you know, rotting out people's fucking brains. Yeah, critical, critical thinking. So like, oh, like, I need, like, a three-second video to laugh at. Yeah, Exactly. And it's like all these people that are like getting heaps upset about J.K. Rowling's views on trans people. Like, I grew up with your books, they helped me do this. It's like, read another fucking book. (laughs) It's like, 
that's one of the disappointing parts about the way the music industry went as well is because it's so oversaturated like you got access to everything at the click of a button mm-hmm. it, it doesn't make it less special but it even for someone uh-huh. like i i enjoy listening to like a full album and shit yeah, like me too. to see like the flow of the album yeah but since all that shit happened i do it way less because like you used to sort of like treasure your albums <clears throat> and shit yeah because you had like a limited amount like yeah you couldn't just download whatever the fuck or stream it on youtube or spotify yeah. or whatever I mean, spotify's used because when in my car and stuff like that i'm sort of on the same mindset as you but it's got enough music that i just go on and i set the album on and just try and listen to an album, Do an at album a time. Yeah. sometimes you can hit your discover weekly and sometimes it comes up with stuff you might like but there's also some bands that are just like special and they're like oh you might like this and you're like fuck this shit but i think i was more implying that um as much as i like doing that it's almost like this fucking culture has almost like chipped away (coughs) at even my brain a little bit you know yeah yeah sure it's like oh i could just chuck on this other song that's in this completely different genre instantly like Mm. just by clicking would you remember tv shows you used to have to wake up wait a week between watching the episodes and shit to to do what you have to wait, wait like a, a week, week between yeah, yeah. episodes like I'm just going to watch this one episode of the X-Files or whatever and then that's it or like see a movie that you really like and then it's not on and then you have to wait like over a year to get yeah. it at home video <clears throat> now you just get a Korean cam version of that shit's just not special anymore <clears throat> well maybe it's special to the kids but it doesn't seem like it because they're just all these sad Billy Eilish sort of cunts and shit as well yeah like, like oh I'll watch Peppa Pig nah Paw Patrol and like, <laughs> yeah, and just like, like no so Pornhub or whatever just yeah. making them scatterbrained from birth kind of thing <laughs> Paw Patrol to Pornhub in 16 months That's what... <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Whoa. oh shit that, that came out a bit too quick yeah it like... came out wrong because well, I knew what you meant but it also <laughs> uh, it was a double edged comment it was a double edged <laughs> oh fuck never even seen an episode of uh Paw Patrol <coughs> I probably have Miss mm. <coughs> Khalifa has been uh Mia Khalifa has been coming out about the the old porn industry telling you it's bad as well too yeah she's probably right yeah I don't know it comes across to me sort of like these um <coughs> these jerks that get so fucking rich and then develop that sort of communist mindset <coughs> about giving all the government's money away to everyone and like sure it's like you wait until you're a fucking millionaire and then you're like oh all these rich people are fucked kind of thing it's true but how rich is she too yeah, I don't know. Or you she's just mean she became famous and now she's railing against fame as well, too. Well, it's almost like she became famous enough to, like, live quite comfortably just, like, doing tweets and shit. So that's pretty good. <laughs> like, oh, I just tweet about some sports cunts and then, like... Hmm. Which is all cool. I mean, <coughs> it's cool that she's, like, oh, in her mind doing something moral and, hmm. you know, like, it's all, like, normal shit. But it just feels like that when you're, like, oh... On the, on the come up you're just so hungry and such a cunt hmm. and then once you've she got everything hungry, yeah. <laughs> once you've got everything you're just like oh all that shit was really bad <clears throat> yeah I guess so it's all just uh, begging for an invitation from the Illuminati right yeah maybe she got turned down by the Illuminati and that's why uh, she'll be found dead in a jail cell soon for sure Yeah, I don't know. That's the initial feeling I had, but I I take it the other way as well. I don't know. <laughs> it's probably all the death threats, isn't it? Yeah. For like being Catholic and then doing the porno in the Muslim headscarf. Yeah. Which is like what made her super famous. Even though she wasn't Muslim. Yeah. Yeah. That's sort of 
So it could take a toll on you after a while if you're actually bothering to read all this nonsense. But that's that's sort of more offensive to Muslims and stuff. Like, on a family's behalf, if they're Catholic, they wouldn't like it and stuff. But she wasn't even Muslim, then that's sort of a hate crime on her part, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about a hate crime. <laughs> everything's everything's cultural appropriation. That's why I don't get down with that shit. Like, yeah. Oh, you can't wear an Indian headdress and shit. And it's like, well, don't wear a suit, motherfucker. You know that? It's true. Get back on your reservation. Don't wear clothes at all. <laughs> like someone made that shit. You're fucking appropriating it. Like, yeah, it's true. I've never heard a good comeback to that. Oh, you're wearing skate shoes and you don't even fucking skate, cunt. <laughs> Well, Native Americans wear suits and they don't even do business. Or, no, like, that's these, like these yeah. fucking, like, cool 20-year-olds wearing, like, Metallica shirts and, like... <clears throat> yeah. Not, the, not knowing what band shirt they've got on and shit. It just looks cool. <laughs> yeah, they sell that shit in Target and stuff. You can get, like, Nirvana shirts and yeah. Kmart and shit now, which is pretty crazy. Um, but at the same <clears throat> time, we just talked about it everyone has access to everything so they can instantly find out and then yeah. listen and be like I'm a fan and shit so, yeah I don't know yeah exactly that might be like all these fucking SoundCloud sad rappers are all like I love Kurt Cobain and shit or whatever <laughs> like XXX Temptation who like beat up his pregnant wife and ended up getting murdered and stuff like that who's like <laughs> Kurt Cobain's my favourite da, da, da. even though like I doubt Kurt Cobain would be like pistol whipping girls and shit but no he was more the whippy <laughs> yeah exactly <coughs> St. Kurt was the king cock and he was so good at it. Yeah, I never thought of him that way, but now that you've just put it so succinctly, <laughs> Jesus. St. Kurt was the king cock. Yeah. You just broke broke it down in my language. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going to shut off my brain. It was fucking perfect. Fuck. <laughs> uh, another coke down Because he was so, so hardcore, so good at his art. Yeah. Yeah. Good performer. Yeah. Actually... Even though he's not like a fucking virtuoso or some mm. shit, he's still quite competent at guitar. And the riffs, yeah. the riffs aren't just like these things that a student that's just beginning guitar can yeah. pick up. Like, because there's a bit of nuance yeah. to you it. You could be like anyone could do it, but not everyone can do it, or yeah. whatever. You know, it's hard there's a little bit it. more nuance yeah. to it. But you know, he was a heaps like. <laughs> You find that with everything, though. Yeah. When I was young, Rage Against the Machine was like, "This is so funky and fucking <clears> awesome." <throat> I loved it. Yeah. But, like, everyone would pay it out. Like, this drum is so fucking shit and stuff. Yeah. And then it's like, you try and learn the drums and you're yeah. like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> it's like, if, you, if you're if uh, you competent and confident at whatever skill level you're at, I guess you can just fucking do whatever. Yeah. Because you can be shit, but if you're confident at it. <laughs> and there's people less... sells it. There's people less talented than um, uh, Kurt Cobain as well. Like... Like, it's a bit unfair, but Ariana Grande or whatever sort of pisses me off, right? And my girlfriend likes some of her songs, and whenever it comes on, I'm always like, oh, like, oh, I'm just like, it's sad because Ariana Grande, you know, some of these songs are right, but she just leaves so much death in her way. <laughs> <laughs> and it's sort of true, but my girlfriend thinks that's unfair to her as an artist or whatever, I guess. But whatever, you know? Yeah, it's totally unfair to her. <laughs> yeah, no one's, no one's suicide bombing a Nirvana concert, put it that way. Take from that what you will. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. That's hardcore. Because it's, it's like not her fault at all. Did, did it even have anything to do with her? It was just the fact that there was a lot of people there. Okay, right? well, if I'm putting my devil's advocate's hat on, I would say <laughs> coming from like conservative radical Islam, 
it wasn't just the fact it wasn't arbitrary it was the fact that she is leading these young girls into a sinful life <coughs> through her like you know sexualized music and stuff like that but again they didn't kill her they killed her fans so if they're trying to like win over like fans from like they're like I'm not going to be a hoe anymore I'm going to be a good Muslim wife they weren't going well about it you know mm-hmm. it's not about that yeah. it's the fucking book of war but also <laughs> her fucking Mac Miller her fucking ex killed himself too so that's why I, there's a pattern starting to emerge <laughs> <laughs> oh shit this might be the one that breaks us through <laughs> into the mainstream. I don't know. I, but that's the thing. I don't know. When you were, we were pretty nice. To get cancelled. Yeah, well, yeah like, but I don't know. <laughs> we're uncancelable, motherfucker. Too big to fail. We're like Goldman Sachs or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it Too to, unapologetic to lose. It used to be you had an idea that it would be good to get into this, like, well, not even mainstream, but larger conversation. But now, to have any sort of public profile seems like a living nightmare to a certain extent. With the witch hunting going on and stuff like this, you know. Like, how long before Joe Hogan gets cancelled? Like, I re- They tried to cancel him last week. Yeah, for laughing at that guy's fucking arty... What are his names? Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz has the stories and shit like that, right? Which, I know, that's... Well, a- like, yeah, and then this these bitches at the fucking comedy store and, like, to get a spot on stage, and I'd be like, you have to suck my dick. <laughs> yeah. And then you'd, like, suck his dick to get on stage. <coughs> Classic. Yeah. It's a pretty old trick, I think. <laughs> yeah, but it's consensual as well, so it's kind of mm. weird. It's, it's a grey area. Well, that's the thing, is that no one seems to want to have honest discussions about how male-female kind of relations <coughs> actually work as well, too. It's totally consensual, but then there's this whole aspect of it <clears throat> that they bring up these days in terms of all these, like, high-profile ones like CK and mm. Weinstein. Yeah. Um, probably more CK yeah. because Weinstein seems like he actually yeah. pretty dirtbag sure um, <coughs> obviously is a complete dirtbag yeah. <laughs> uh, but CK it's like sort of this grey area as well like that they use the excuse that um, well, I don't know if it's an excuse I'm still like undecided in a way probably for the show anyway <laughs> oh that was mainly yeah like they're saying that he's because he's in a position of like power yeah but that's nonsense because aren't women meant to be fucking aren't we meant to treat them as equals and stuff like that and there's this still this that's tacit, what I'm saying yeah, this I'm, tacit I'm not, admi- I don't th- I think it's more this excuse thing yeah. yeah and then there's a tacit admission that sort of males can have sort of a sexual aggressiveness but then people like refuse to re- you know the women might respond to that as well and too and it's a tale as old as time or whatever whereas I don't know. I think a lot of this is so cynical. Like, whether it's that, right, about people, like, we need to push out these kind of old guys because they're doing this wrong and stuff. Or, like, you know, uh, at university, we need anti-racism programs and stuff like that. It's just job grifting as well. Oh, dude, and it's sickening. Like, you, like... If you grow up with that shit, I'm sure it's just, like, whatever and you don't even see all that crap on the walls. But when I was at TAFE, like, a couple of years ago, just for a day or whatever, Mm. um, I was walking through... Mm. And just all of that kind of like rhetoric shit, yeah, just pasted all over the world, yeah, yeah, <coughs> yeah. They think it's, it's normal. just like it's. It actually like felt felt like assaulting your senses and shit. Yeah, it's mind rot though. So I mean, but it's easy to get into. You know, I've been privy to it or whatever before and stuff. Although I've always liked just having like you know taking this position or that position just to do this. But people are, I mean, to be honest, it all really started. The problem started when we gave women the vote, right? <laughs> the the funny thing is, like as fucking horrendous as that comes across there is actually like this sort of like semi argument 
to be had there which you're not supposed to have right yeah but like there is something so empowering about a traditional woman that can like bring up a family strongly and just like hold the house down you know like like and just be like a partner in this awesome relation relationship kind of shit yeah and it seems like there's something super strong about that in itself Mm. like yeah you can be this like super strong career woman and shit as well yeah but there's like inherent like humans are here and you die yeah and you can pass on part of yourself to it's like it's just obvious like there is something special (laughs) about reproduction you know yeah exactly like no but that's what like there is some sort of purpose to a human in terms of reproduction right so there's so much denial of that yeah and giving women the vote sort of took them out of this empowered position that they had where like technically in a lot of ways they probably had more power not that it was better for them back then but Mm. just in like a in a cold like rational on paper yeah I see what you mean like I was being a bit facetious with what I said but the laws were like shitter back then and stuff like how you could rape your wife and all this shit until the 80s and stuff it's fucked up yeah 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 yeah. but but it's not really a fact of I'm blaming women for getting the vote the thing is that this is like why sometimes it is a sort of battle of wills and like if you're being real like big brained about it I guess you'd say that like sort of the right wing or conservative things are masculine values expressed politically and the left is feminine values expressed kind of politically like you know concerned for the the collective whole a bit more more empathetic supposedly nurturing but also sort of like neurotic and like driven by emotion whereas the right wing can be like more concerned like dad like concerned with like order uh discipline a sort of hierarchy if you will but then that's prone to kind of problems with like violence and stuff like that that's that's age old yeah I know but that's Plato what... spoke about this shit yeah like, exactly. about how like cultures will become they'll be yeah they become decadent dominant, yeah 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 but... and they're male yeah. and they're like they dominate and then once they fucking completely dominate mm. then there's nothing else to do they become decadent. fully feminized yeah and then the trans transvestite mm. slash gay slash all of the so called like deviant or Values, that yeah. seems like a bad word now, but it just means no, 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 to no, deviate, you, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, all this behavior just comes out when the culture becomes feminized because, like, there's no need to be dominant anymore. I think it's more about rather than becoming feminine, it becomes, when they have nothing to do, it becomes decadent, and I guess... But I this guess is, like, Plato's quote. is yeah, like, Plato's talking good. about okay. the male and female <laughs> Sorry, okay, it becomes Yeah, he's right to a certain extent, but... And, you know, it does lead to, you know, some, some good times because no one wants to live just like, you know, I don't want to live in some sport, Spartan war warrior thing the whole time. But what's the succinct thing? It's like good times create yeah. soft men, soft men create hard times, hard, hard times, times create, create good men, good men yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And that's like just the the little breakdown of basically the essence of the Plato thing. Because yeah. it's like the the life cycle it's the natural life cycle yeah. of a society so now we're in a similar thing to ancient Rome or whatever where the deviant the 80s de- was like yeah. the height of the masculine era yeah I reckon yeah just like went bah! Oh, I don't think I think it was more like probably the 1890s well that's probably the stuff. end of it right I think it's the 1890s uh, that's when it was good we've been getting, oh yeah maybe that was the World War 2 was the end of it but then. then it led to as well you had all these pointless I mean one advantage of this society is we don't have to go through the sort of wars that we might have before like you look at World War 1 or 2 I mean, this generation wouldn't cope with that. Um. In terms of a society like Zeitgeist or whatever, I reckon the 80s still, in terms of, like, intellectualism and, like, 
the broader scope of how the world was and like projected on the TV and all this shit I still think it was hyper dominant male but in but the, terms yeah. of like the culture and the way everything started shifting it probably is the end of World War 2 it went to World War 2 and the baby in the 60s was like yeah, the, the baby boom start of the reversal and then all those protesters and stuff they, they didn't just all fucking die they went and got jobs in the institutions and stuff like that and that's what's happened to that's why like every institution now has to tweet about how black lives matter you know it's some it's just it's the kind of people that have gone there and what they're doing with it and and it went hand in hand with from what? the 50s onwards what all this fucking eh, fucking what would you call it like creepy fucking cold war commie shit yeah like the manifesto that you brought up earlier yeah 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 have you read some of that shit yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. so like a lot of that stuff yeah that is <laughs> in there mm-hmm. just seems to be actually happening yeah, yeah and it's sort of like the way that society started flipping on itself sort of at the same time it's getting fed all that stuff through like you know like that's how to overtake all of the education system and yeah shit. exactly yeah so yeah which is why it goes so that's why like university I, there's not much you're going to learn at a university these days and stuff it's like even with like I mean what kind of society is like considering tearing down founders of its own country and stuff yeah tear down your statues like erase history That's it's all part of the manifesto that's yeah, why yeah, it's yeah. so sus yeah yeah because it's like you destroy history so that you can create your own <laughs> yeah yeah and then if you repeat history no one fucking remembers anyway because you fucking deleted the files or burnt the books or whatever the argument about it what really gets my oh this is a bit real talky no I'm not saying capitalism is fucking great either because it goes off the deep end as well with all these companies just like moving all their shit offshore not paying tax to countries because they're so fucking hardcore above the law yeah like there is a super fucked up side to capitalism as well yeah yeah absolutely yeah but I'm kind of more scared of the commie thing. Yeah. Because, like, they just murder everyone that dissents. I mean, I don't think most people that consider themselves conservative to some degree can be on board with capitalism in its totality as it exists today. Like, the globalised, you know, psychoto finance bullshit one or whatever. Like, you support the principles of business and stuff like that. But, like, you know, it's just... It's a good system where you can keep going up and up and, like, actually reap the benefits of hard work and stuff. It's just weighted in a weird way. Yeah that once you get so fucking rich you can afford to blackmail people yeah. you can afford and it stops to becoming about money influence too, governments yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah it's just all and I power. guess it's always happened that powerful people have done it and stuff like that but what, it's the best thing we've had so what far. bothers me most is people getting so mad about the kind of founders and people that built kind of western civilization when it is pretty much everything it's the best that's thing that's been so invented far. or whatever yeah. and stuff like that yeah it's the only thing that guarantees white rights and stuff in the first place and I know things are done wrong in a so maybe I just don't get it and stuff like that but at the same time no, I do. don't have to like it you do get it yeah I see where they're coming from but don't make it about jealousy fuck and it goes like that's the point is it goes hand in hand that that communist side from the 50s onwards with the reversal and the giving women the vote and mm-hmm. baby boomer shit and all this stuff it just sort of like meets in the middle mm. fuck I lost my point I know what you mean. It's, a, it's the eternal clash, though, right? Of like things, because it it appeals like the way that you're like so the way that the communist like thing appeals to emotion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally goes hand in hand with then bringing all the women into the workforce, giving them the vote, mm. and then being able to play on everyone's emotions. But 
more yeah. on women because they're more emotionally aware than men. Sure. And which the, is a credit to them. Yeah, it's not like it's a, a bad thing. And I can see, you know... So but you can get played because people fucking understand shit because humans have been around for like millions of fucking years. Because it makes sense. I get civilized it. for 100,000. You know, and it's not being a generalization that say women vote more on these issues of health and education and shit like that. And, you know, and that's fair enough. It's sort of, it takes a village writ large on a modern society and you get that and stuff but the real problem is that like when it starts to be governed there's no logic in the rules of how people are governing it and stuff like that like all lives matter is a hate crime yeah like, and you what, just what, appeal to these base emotions yeah the base emotions yeah it's like what and then, and then being rational and able to be detached <laughs> and try and think things through is this evil fucking yeah. male patriarchal yeah, 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 yeah. bullshit being uh, objectivity as a fake man which is why we're yeah. fucking doomed <laughs> 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 the fall of Babylon, the fall of Rome. Fuck, yeah. The fall of fucking Arabia. Well, that's what's so like funny. Persia yeah. and shit. <laughs> yeah, it all Egypt. Happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're in Sumeria. Fuck, the Sumeria. They, they <laughs> thought the Soviet Union was going to last for fucking hundreds of years. And it collapsed, <laughs> essentially, in the course of a year or whatever. It just... Because it was covered up with bullshit as well, too. Well, that's a, <clears> that's a positive thought. But that's what's similar... What's scary is... It's good that that system collapses on itself way quicker than our current Western model. It does, but when you look at the actual... Forget the communism of its ideology for a moment and just consider the Soviet Union as the massive world power that it was, yeah. like, governing a country. Like, apart from all the ideology. And governing so many fucking countries. So many yeah. other countries. And what set it apart was, like its economics got too kind of bullshit it just wasn't working there were like all these little nationalist and ethnic flare-ups and as soon as one of them comes up and it's like we want our own country in Armenia or whatever the rest of them want to do it and third of all is that the official line and the official class and the people that things that they said were so completely at odds with what the population were actually experiencing you know with shortages and everything like this and humiliations that it just got to a point that you know, they, it, it just couldn't hold. The center could not hold anymore. And that's the lesson for what's happening now with this sort of ethnic strife and division. Uh, you know, it's a divide of, and conquer. Yeah, man. a media political class that sort of doesn't really make sense and is just pushing crazy agendas. But while the elite just like fucking try and have this ultimate technocracy to have control yeah. over everyone, it's just a, <clears throat> a bum rush to win. Yeah. While they mind fuck the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. it, it is. And like, I guess it's always been that way. Chuck, to yeah, but though. now they know. Like since like the Nazis figured half of this shit out with sure. doing their disgusting fucking war yeah. crimes. Between that and psychology and how to put fluoride in the water, <laughs> how to fucking change the refresh rate of all TVs to yeah. fuck with your brain waves and shit. Yeah. Like we still have shit refresh rates. Like mm. people are like, oh, this technology is great, and yeah. it is. But like heaps of this stuff is actually based yeah. on this fucked up shit. Like music used to be played in like I forget what the actual Hertz is, but it's a different tuning. Yeah. And then the Nazis changed it to 440 hertz for middle C. Yeah. Which is, it resonates way worse with your brain. And it makes you feel uneasy and all this shit. I like the Nazis are doing that. Like, you have to be on edge. Be on your guard. Like, <laughs> and then if you, like, listen to some of that other hertz shit, like, maybe it's, it's quite not discernible. But, uh -huh. like, people listen to that kind of stuff and, like, binaural beats and stuff and reckon it, like, actually relaxes your brain. Yeah, okay. I've and heard of like, that, yeah so it's just weird like we've been these things have been forced on us but then they've been kept as well because I reckon secretly there's mm. like there's that part of me that just like wants to go with the shit that I hear from Alex Jones and shit yeah. where it's like they're just having a breakaway society yeah I'm like, like Elon Musk gonna try and put chips in everyone's fucking head 
I, I mean, I guess they are going. They're going to try and vaccinate the entire world. And mm. Like, what the fuck's going to be in that on the sly? You know, like mm. it's mass sterilization time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking David Suzuki was saying like around the year 2000 for his fucking legacy speech, like yeah. he made that. He was the first one I ever saw to make the um, test tube analogy about world population. Yeah. <clears throat> How? So this this cell and it's like acting like these little grains or cells or whatever are people, and it's yeah. like, and it doubles and it doubles and he keeps showing yeah. it in the test tube like the doubling whatever the fuck it is representing sure. humans, and it's like. And you think, like, once we get to halfway, mm-hmm. like, it's cool because we're only at halfway. Yeah, yeah. But because every time it doubles... Yeah, it's less time, yeah. No, and yeah, so if yeah. you're at halfway, you're, yeah. like, a minute to fucking midnight because <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, about yeah. to double again yeah, yeah. and you're fucked. Yeah. And he's like, we're at halfway. Yeah. And that was, like, t- around the year 2000. So whether that's part of this, like, agenda to make everyone fucking scared that the world's ending and, like, all this bad shit... Or maybe we really are overpopulated or some shit. I, I don't lean really to the overpopulation thing because there's so much empty countryside. But um, if it's true and, like, that amount of people would be fucked on the earth, yeah. it could just be this race to win <clears throat> and to let everyone die. Well, clean technology would help and stuff. It seems like we are fucking up the planet as well, too, though. That's the other problem. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They're going to have this Elysium fucking heal yourself bed. Yeah. And, like, all these dudes will get to use it, or they'll hook themselves up with all the biotech shit but and I suppose turn themselves into the fucking android gods and then just let all the humans die. But that was, to a certain extent, that's what was always the case with, like, whatever it was, like a car or whatever, or a telephone. It started off as just being the elite, and then everyone got it. Or humans killing monkeys to conquer the planet. Yeah, exactly. Like a mortar technique says. Yeah, exactly. Um... So, so it could be the androids just killing us to win. Well, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's probably. And then that, what right? are they going to fucking birth after that? This gets weird. Write a book about that. Yeah. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> Write a fucking book. Um, yeah. You really should. You're a good writer. No, uh, I don't know. There's nothing left to say. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! If Kevin Smith can make that movie Tusk, I reckon you can write a story. Tusk was pretty crazy, actually. Yeah. I watched the making of it though and you know what What? it's from this podcast they did Mm -hmm. like the idea but they got the idea out of a fucking newspaper from Britain yeah oh really and there was like some sly guy put an ad in saying like you can have my room like rent a room with me if you listen to my stories no but you just yeah you just have to like um, pretend to be a walrus for like one hour a day or something (laughs) like that and then from that little thing they They sort of developed this crazy fucking story about this (laughs) walrus guy so not even he had this like original idea for that shit but it ended up as such a cool original thing yeah I know. do whatever the fuck you want Kat. yeah I know well that's that's ultimately the biggest problem with all this thing and all this mentality of censoriousness that I see it's like who the fuck are you to say do what you fucking want mm. do what you want <laughs> just in terms of free speech at least I mean I'm moderate in some things but I'm still basically a free speech absolutist like what else, What do you have if you don't have that? Yeah, at, at It's heart, my universal right to just say whatever the fuck I want, you know? At heart, like, yeah, we're all a little bit to the left if you've got a fucking real moral com- compass, like... But I don't try and stop people from saying shit. No. <laughs> but apparently people love doing it. And I know it's come up a million times, but it's... <clears throat> that is... It's the individual thing. Mm. 
it's like it's it's so fun to like <laughs> pontificate and stuff. It, it comes comes out so harsh, but it's like so fun to jerk jerk around and <clears throat> shit on groups of people yeah, yeah, and exactly. collectivize everyone. You know, yeah. like. But when it comes down to it, if I'm if you're meeting someone, you're like judging yeah, you this person them, on yeah. an individual basis. Yeah, like. If they're not cunted, you don't cunt them. I suppose the argument is that your sort of like bigoted sort of discussions or whatever are creating an unsafe environment for people that feel kind of vulnerable or in minority But they're fun to us, so who gives a fuck? That's the point. And yeah, just don't listen to it. Like, it's crazy. (laughs) It's hard. We grew up in like, it's so weird. Like, getting old's fucked, mate. Like, I remember being kids and then hearing adults being like, oh, you know, like, saying how it's so weird now and shit yeah and now it's so fucking weird now yeah we grew up all fucking like six maybe oh, maybe a bit older like seven or eight years old like calling each other faggot from then and yeah you know oh you're a fucking poofta and like just you know like saying whatever the fuck you want to be as offensive as possible like the point of being offensive is to offend right yeah it's like yeah. If, if I'm trying to like make you upset, you're yeah, gonna say some terrible shit, right? Yeah, that's true. People are like that wasn't offensive. Just own it. And say it was offensive. It offended you. <laughs> like, that was the point. Yeah, that's why I was trying to be offensive. I was trying to offend people. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I didn't call him a poofter because I was like trying to be nice to him. Yeah. Like you fucking fag. And then when it gets to high school, it turns into that, and it is because yeah. you're being nice. But to I people. can I can always see the opposite side of these. Why people get upset about it. Yeah, but if you did it, if you did it to a gay person in some derogatory way like that, you're a fucking piece of shit. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah. Like you're an absolute piece of shit. So it's like, okay to call straight people fags, but not. And it's okay gay to people. call gay people fags if you're doing it. In, it's the intent, you sure, know what I mean? Yeah. If you don't know someone's gay and then you're like, "Oh, shut up, fag," you obviously <laughs> didn't intend to offend them in that way. That's true. And then you can apologize if they take offense, but it's just like, man, offense is taken, not given. Plus, we were just, like, such a hyper-fucking-vulgar school. I think part of it might be with Not the... Not in, like, a physical way, but, like, the com- the conversations at our school and stuff like that, just, like... Do you think it's maybe... So chaotic. Because... Yeah, but I was just thinking on, on that note that the younger generations, part of why they have this habit towards censoriousness and, like, you know, you can't say it, is because they are bombarded with such chaotic sort of messages through social media growing up on it and stuff like that. It's, it's just too just, overwhelming. It's, yeah, it's too overwhelming, and the default sort of ideology is like, I oh, just don't be like, don't read it. Yeah. You don't be hateful or whatever. People saying that, and then just block the cunt. Don't read it. Yeah, but then they're like, you oh, do I'm need a bit more that. spine. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I mean, yeah, that's the other thing. The two things that just have a bit more spine, and also, like, I don't know, <laughs> I know people do the wrong things in regards to America. Like, you might be there for a legitimate reason, stuff like that. But one of the first things parents tell their kids is don't play in the road. Like, it might be part of a protest or whatever like that, but still just don't fuck around in the road. Yeah. And if you get hit by a car, it might be the car's fault. It might He might be an evil right-wing boogaloo boy who's come purposely to run your trans ass down or whatever, you know? But at the end of the day, I don't want to victim blame. Don't play in the road. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's all I want to say. So but, that was a slow cooker, that, that was. That was a slow cooker. Um, I was reading the other day a book called... I like these old fucking... I've been reading, like, Charles Darwin's Voyage of the Beagle about him uh, travelling around the world and, you know, making observations. It's more of a travel journal even than... It's, it helped formulate some of his ideas, but it's interesting. And another guy who was just in... Um, it's like the 1830s and he's visited some English woman who's gone and sort of like become a sort of goddess to these tribes in like Lebanon and Syria and stuff. And this is a real book. And she went over and done that like super educated aristocratic uh, English woman. And he went over mm-hmm. and met her and, you know, was good to get glad to get an audience with her. Like you're respected. And they talked about shit. And he was quite perceptive in like sort of like, you know, praising how interesting she was, but also like poking fun at her self-importance. But all her shit, she was like, you must move to the Orient. The West is done with its technology. And like, oh, the spirituality is so much more important than this. Like, as we approach the end times and stuff. It's the same fucking things I read today. Yeah, it's hectic how only in the West you're not allowed to have rhetoric, yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's wrong with a bit of that? What's wrong with a bit of good old-fashioned rhetoric, a bit of argy-bargy? We built this city on fucking rock and roll, you know? <laughs> it's all such a fractal mindfuck. It's exactly the same as the king just treating the people well to, like, keep being the king, you know? Like, <laughs> Who's the king? Just, like, in, like, some mon- mon- oh, monarchy days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you could be a fucking tyrant and everyone yeah. will hate you and you get overthrown. Yeah. Or you can do all the shit on the sly and yeah. then be like, oh, I love the people. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. And keep up the facade, you know? Like, yeah, that's true. You can bamboozle a lot of people with good rhetoric. I think the um, point I had about school as well was because it was a pretty uh, hyper intellectual school. Mm it was quite verbose yeah so then when it would descend into that chaotic fucking vulgarity yeah it became pretty fucking wild yeah you know? pretty like, intense because you could, nothing was off limits yeah you could carry some pretty good arguments and, stuff and once like you that. go through six years of that yeah it's pretty yeah, 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 it's yeah. embedded in your fucking psyche that's true know? that's a good point so don't judge me <laughs> uh, okay yeah this has all been coming to this point the whole episode so. no, I that's a good point that 40 minute point was good you fucking pricks yeah <laughs> suck my dick motherfucker no totally point it's like you can't be any other way like you can't pretend to like what well, all these people pretend like oh like I'm I- just a victim of my upbringing <laughs> just like you <laughs> see I did it back to you now how does that how does it feel that's true. How does it feel? I was raised in a culture of cruel debate. That's as good an excuse as any. I mean, people use it for fucking like bashing people with machetes and stuff. Like, yeah. oh, it's a bad thing. Like, we're just saying some fucking words, right? <laughs> Doing the world a service, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, treat people as individuals and uh, be a cunt to them as collectives. It's yeah, the best true. way to do it. You might get in trouble these days, so don't do it in writing or maybe at work. Well, that's the thing. I'm wondering. If, <laughs> I'm wondering if there'll be like an over a uh, a pushback to this sort of like there was already like J.K. Rowling and some others that have come not come under fire. Even there is though, a bit of a pushback. Even though they're on the left, they've not come under fire from the Twitter mobs and stuff. And a bunch of them, Salman Rushdie and shit. Yeah, they're pushing yeah, back. Yeah, they signed the, the the letter about it and stuff. I watched a doco, No Safe Spaces, a couple of nights ago. Yeah. Um, I don't really know who it's by, but it had all this shit like Dave Rubin, Jordan Peterson, mm-hmm. uh, Adam Carolla, and Dennis Prager were the main <laughs> okay, guys. Right, out of yeah. But it was just yeah, just about the whole mm. the whole culture thing going on in the universities over there, and yeah. it was quite interesting. 
Um, but it does seem like there is a decent amount of pushback from people that you wouldn't expect as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like these like liberal college teachers getting fucked at their own schools and stuff yeah, for, like, for sure. not complying with this crazy... Like, was it Brett Weinstein? Yeah. Got a... Oh, I remember. They had this day, day yeah. of absence. Yeah. And, like, I think it's an old play by a black man about a day of absence. And it's like, hmm. no, black people come to the town to for the day. Or like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're all to stay home, right? Just to show... <laughs> yeah. And that they have a fucking I remember role about and all this, this stuff, right? And he stood up and everyone But then them, yeah. for the uni, they flipped it yeah. and they said, well, no we don't want white people on to come to school. Yeah. <laughs> and he stayed there and they're like, ah. yeah. Um, so, like, there's all these, like, people just getting fucked left, left right, and center. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 ScoMo said we couldn't have a high fives and handshakes, but I think that was worse than ScoMo if you heard that. You old fuck. Um, but <laughs> this comedy shit runs deep. Yeah. It's true. It's a good point. But, like, yeah, I mean, don't, won't people get sick of it? Sick of what? Sick of the whole, like, kind of outrage mentality. I guess not. Yeah, they like, are. Yeah. No, but the people that are within it, I'm saying, don't they ever get tired of being outraged about shit? I mean, I can't yeah. really talk. We're sort of being outraged about shit as well, too, on here, you know? Yeah, but faux outrage, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, that's the thing. We have Smoking a, cones and who gives a fuck, you know? Like, but we have a rhetorical performance side. They have a rhetorical performance side. It's just that theirs is driven. It's so, um unreasonable <laughs> it's so unreasonable Shout, shouting in yeah. your face to yeah. like not let you speak yeah I know shit. it's just uh, yeah, and like you're like knocking, might be saying something that actually has sense to it yeah. and then they just shout you down with fucking crazy but, shit like that's why these, Nazi. these videos when you see these people like you know having a little protest it's so hard to have a debate because everyone's it just bothers me that and it's the same with the Facebook comments is that there's so little context for it and so little respect for kind of taking the time to adhere to principles of liberal debate like real liberal kind of and liberty and stuff you know there's so little time anyone has to actually respect that and this is on all sides so it's all like whether it's online or at these unis like nah, 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 like shout down or whatever or like you're doing this and it becomes so pointless and it's really it's really sad and it's getting increasingly hard to find places me as someone who loves online debate and like you know reading politics and all the rest of that it's increasingly hard to find places online that do it there was one guy that had a kind of it's called slate star codex and it was sort of a rationalist blog but sometimes they would uh get into things that are a bit sketchy about whatever gender or whatever sketchy from the mainstream <laughs> and a new york times went to write the guy's a psychologist in like berkeley and the new york times went to write a sort of article about him like oh yeah like we're going to um do this article just about you and stuff like that it's not going to be like a hit piece and he genuinely thought it was sympathetic but they're like oh and we're going to use your real name like we know what your real name is and stuff we're going to use it and he writes as a pseudonym or whatever and so he shut down his entire blog so there's a place and other people getting like Breitbart's comments trying to get them shut down and stuff like that for like hate speech so it's increasing commenting on things yeah, getting the comments like the Federalist which is sort of conservative had to take its comments it's down because the Google they pressured Google into taking advertising dox it, doxing commenters <clears throat> no the first one was a doxing this one was they were going to Google the advertising and saying you know don't do business with this site because of what people are saying in the comments fuck and then Google like kind of like oh you know da 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 so they got rid of the comments section fuck so yeah but then again like I don't know <clears throat> As my favorite, one of my favorite gay men says, sunlight is the best disinfectant. <laughs> that is true. 
That's the, that is the point. Like, even though no one in the world has free speech except for America, mm. um, and t- it's debatable whether they really do anymore. Yeah. Um, that is the whole purpose of it. Yeah. It's so that you can have these shitty ideas in the open. Yeah. So that you can like be like, no, that's fucked. Mm, and true. have the debate about it like if you're able to debate like someone who holds Nazi values you could shut them down pretty fucking good and if you're not shutting them down they're exposing themselves for being totally fucked you know yeah. like, it's true but I mean it's not just about Nazis it's people no that, but I was just yeah. like off it such an yeah, easy yeah that's such a good example yeah, but easy. um just easy low hanger <laughs> easy low hanger yeah the old debating Nazis and stuff because you don't want free speech a lot of these people know that their arguments aren't very good and so in the battle of free speech they kind of lose or whatever and stuff so that's why it's better to get your opponent who's making a valid point shut down on the grounds of hate so if you offer up a criticism as sort of some transgender kind of identity politics you are hateful and therefore are being a danger to trans people so it's emotional blackmail uh, but you know but I don't blame them for doing it that's the rich tapestry talking back to Plato and everything we've said and even it's not like getting like mad the, at people being screwy and even stuff. up to like the 30s hmm maybe maybe pushing it to like the 50s and stuff just like that classical hmm. everyone writes fucking perfectly like calligraphy and shit and like but that was always an illusion wasn't it the, no nostalgia didn't you find your parents had better handwriting than you I don't think got? particularly no? no I don't know it just seemed like there was a better level of intellectualism and like uh Education. Yeah, yeah, you could say better standards and stuff for sure and stuff. Because now it's all like instead of like actually teaching little Junior to read, it's like. But it seems like it's anti. It's becoming anti-intellectual. Oh, for sure, it's it is brainwashing to a certain extent. Which is the male female thing again. (laughs) Yeah, it's flipped so hard. It's all about emotion. It's not about. Yeah, it's not about rationality. Yeah. So and this is why. So when that's over, when the free yeah, (laughs) when the free speech was crafted, remember that was especially not just white men, but like landowning white men. It was very exclusive and stuff like that. So when you've just got your own little like learned colleagues, it's a lot easier to adhere to those rules with a kind of polity that has become incredibly diverse. uh, You know, whatever gender, race, sexual orientation, and stuff like that it's obviously going to be a more chaotic discussion. And then with our mass society, it has to be driven through sort of gatekeepers who are the people in the media and stuff. And, you know, and that's that's where they get this crazy power. It's not you like like Plato sitting around the Agora discussing this with the people in the town's village and stuff. Which in, of little boys. In yeah. Switzerland, they still do that in the little cantons, which is like their equivalent of councils, councils. They go to the town square and all stand there and say their own thing and do this. And I guess you've got town hall meetings and stuff like that. But it's you can't govern to that extent, sort of, when it's so massive. So, yeah, we're doomed, like you said. How hectic is it as well that in terms of inside our brains... Yeah men and women like because I, I wasn't saying men and women before I was saying about how the society is genderized kind of thing yeah. but in terms of men and women in their gender mm-hmm. inside your brain it's like the men have this more malleable kind of way of manipulating what they're fucking trying to think and everything mm-hmm. and it may have to do with the size and spatial awareness side of things as well because sure. you can like it's more mathematical and uh-huh. accurate and everything, mm-hmm. which is harsh, but, you know, whatever. It's fucking science. Um, yeah. And that obviously doesn't apply to the fucking exception. Yeah. It's just yeah, yeah, average thing. It's yeah. like collectivizing again. Yeah. It's just fun. Uh, 
but like inside your brain it seems like that's quite a smooth thing that you can like change and like yeah. do all this shit right and it seems like the the female that, brain sorry inside. if you just saw those little hand gestures, yeah bro he did it right before I knew what he was gonna say <laughs> the female brain like it's like his illustration it's fully emotional brain. but it's like it's more like this like holistic sort of it's thing it's like a 3D wave pattern yeah yeah kind yeah. of thing like yeah exactly it's like can just go off and so it's mu- they're good at multitasking because it's everything happening at once or whatever to a certain extent but the point is mm. in the way that we express ourselves in the physical world it's the complete fucking opposite okay. and men are like the fucking jagged line yeah. like doing all this fucking carpentry kind of like, sure. like all this fucking hectic like figuring out angles and shit right sure. and you could say that they're kind of like a jagged line and the W- women are the smooth line kind sure. of thing that smooths everything out with yeah. their like ra- their emotional sensibility yeah. right yeah so it's sort of like this inverse fractal thing again which is also reflected in body shape and men are like fucking square and fucking and then the women are all like mm, like the well, you know why shit. it's the bell curve because like when you got men on the bell curve whatever you've got a certain amount of them that are sort of normal towards the middle and then you've got real shitty ones like the bottom 5% are real shit and the top 5% are like real amazing <laughs> but the kind of womanly one is a bit more like there's more of it like that so yeah more of a body shape that's fractal man which is why, why? through fucking all of human history you see men playing out the physical stuff like they're that crazy wave pattern in the real world by sure. like machine gunning the fuck out of each other in these wars and stuff right okay. because we're like drawn to this crazy like yeah yeah shit. <laughs> but the women are inciting all of that shit with their brains with the inside their brains kind of. and that's how it goes yeah that's sort of how it works I do see what you mean because men are all just trying to fuck essentially right so yeah. it's like you're driven mm-hmm. by the insanity of the female brain and yeah. then you do insane things in the real life while they kind of like hold it down and <laughs> that's what's crazy a lack of discussion in side of the species people know? don't want to discuss in these main discussions about how male behavior is sort of like in response to sort of like you know to female the, fem- fucking, the, fe- yeah. the feminine or whatever and yeah. stuff like that and for good and for bad hmm people don't want to discuss that it's like I take it as it is because I get women who are getting blamed they're like that's just putting your fucking responsibilities back onto me again like yeah you know. but it's the mother we don't have the child <laughs> mummy tendies for baby from mummy that's what we it's all it's a want. blessing and a curse it's life you know yeah <laughs> yeah I heard it was probably in that documentary the other day they referenced this thing where it, I think Prager said it where he's like life is the the old the fucking ultimate std or like sure it's like a sexually transmitted disease that is a hundred percent fatal yeah 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 that's true (laughs) (laughs) it's so hardcore that is pretty hardcore he's probably right though it's totally right there's a lot of different ways of looking at life though it is like it is like a box of chocolates it's fucking beautiful yeah it's crazy and sometimes it's just like life oh life oh life oh life it's do, like do, in do, Troy do. yeah when um he's like don't you know the gods envy us and it's cause like gods live yeah, forever right? yeah so they never have the the pain yeah so they can't experience joy like yeah that's why they're have. making us do all this stuff right because they can't experience they're just in their eternal thing so yeah so yeah. it's just it's boredom it's the same I mean? reason we it's watch movies yeah, we watch again. movies so, we watch- so you fractalize yourself down into these fucking crazy specks of dust and turn into humans eventually through mass yeah. consciousness and then make them do amazing things yeah mm-hmm but like ter- terrible shit can happen as well but then because you can experience the whole range of it 
you can have these super highs yeah whereas God's probably just chilling in zen the whole time like yeah mm-hmm. I don't know it always seems like sort of a curse to be God though as well too. That's, what, that's what yeah. it kind of is yeah, yeah. the gods envy us <laughs> I guess it does it's fucking I like cool that. I like taking little bits out of shit <laughs> just take it with you in life is Troy worth watching again it's kind. Of, it's I think kind I kind of, of like. I like. I like it. I've watched it multiple times. I've only seen it once. It's so. quite campy, though. Yeah. Okay. Like a Lando Bloom, like being such a little fucking yeah, well, twink yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he's like banging a chick or whatever, he just. Yeah. Sure, no, he's yeah. super twinky in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw him in this uh, movie I watched recently, The Outpost, uh, which is like an Afghanistan okay. war story. Yeah. Like oh, I thought story. that was a documentary. Is that some movie about yeah, being good. in there? Okay, all right. Okay. And Orlando Bloom plays this older captain, I think. Yeah. And, like, he's, you know, compared to Troy, he's just like... Yeah, yeah. Pretty hardcore, like, dude. And he looks pretty old in it, too. I don't know if they made him look older. Yeah, or that, well, we tried to work out today, like, who is a young, hot actor? When we tried to work out before. Who is Hollywood's premier young actor? Right, you used to be able to say like Johnny Depp or whoever, Orlando Bloom. Uh, yeah, even the Hemsworths yeah. are like ten years past. Yeah, yeah, they're like these. He's like, oh, like in Extraction, he's like, oh, this old guy, like we like, you know. No, but I mean, past being the young dude. Yeah, yeah. past being the young dude. Yeah. Where's the River Phoenix? Sheila Booth is probably yeah. He's it. way too old. Sheila Booth's probably like fifty or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta find out. How old do you reckon he is? Uh, probably younger than me. Thirty-five. All right, let's see. I'll find out who's a young hot guy huh I'm, I'm still thinking yeah because the babes can't act <laughs> yeah he's 34 okay so he's a year younger than me okay year off fuck I thought he was like 50 yeah there's not many people younger than that so where's all the talent yeah Pattinson even Big Dog Twilight Big Dog just used as, as a go to for like an attractive woman just used Scarlett Johansson and she's pretty old I'll tell you what. Oh, you mean any young actor? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'll see if we go one as well too. And he just went to her for like a, a hot actress. Where are the the real talented actor? Because I'll tell you what, she is a good fucking actress. I've enjoyed her in a lot of things. Scarlett Johansson. I got weird tastes as well, so it's like I enjoy things where maybe they're not the greatest actors. <laughs> <laughs> like workaholics, I fucking love. Sure. Michael Ironside. Yeah, yeah. Michael Ironside's great. <laughs> Adam Devine like uh, he's probably he probably isn't the young guy either like I was watching yeah. Workaholics in 2011 yeah they're all these yeah sort. these are yeah exactly they're all like 30 and stuff so it's no it, it'd be like fucking these One Direction but even they have these are old, no they're too old yeah. yeah who is it it's like these dudes have disappeared can you imagine if, can you imagine just imagine now right take it give me a listeners if a certain Arnold Schwarzenegger had never existed and suddenly like a 24 year old guy called Arnold Schwarzenegger came on oh, the scene that's so good can you imagine how, how people would react to it but it wouldn't be it wouldn't work it wouldn't of, work no. it wouldn't work it needed to be in that hyper intellectual male dominance yeah. of the 80s yeah. Yeah, exactly going back to you're right going back because people would be like haha it's a parody or a throwback or whatever Whereas back then, people just came on myself. It was sort of a joke, but sort of like deadly serious. Oh, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, they're still great. Like with this, from going to be this Mister Universe guy from Germany that can't speak, from Austria that can't speak English, to being the biggest kind of guy ever. When you're like, yeah, where's that guy? 
and just bread like that whole genre was just amazing it yep. probably even started like when we you watched Death Wish with me didn't you yeah I think so like yeah, these yeah. revenge movies yeah Death up, Wish was good the yeah, 80s yeah. was the yeah that when Death they Wish. put bodybuilders oh no there was the Gaga for Arnold that did it too that played the Hulk Lou Ferrigno no like early okay he based his career on this guy from the 50s I've watched Pumping Iron a bunch of times okay um, I forget his name though I think he was an English star yeah and he was a bodybuilder and then played I think it was oh Hercules he played or some shit like that but like back in probably the 50s or something and um there's a theater on that street called Broadway that's funny yeah the 80s obviously steroids had uh, become more refined yeah (laughs) yeah exactly but no I know what you mean because that you're right it was that hyper masculine dominance thing which is sort of laughable but it's sort of so good at the same time like but, but now now it's become crazy but, because they're even bigger and they're fucking crazy but even, built but everyone's a soft when guy. things are super violent now they're sort of like either blankly or nihilistically violent whereas Commando is like joyously violent you yeah know? like fully fun revenge movies yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah, revenge movies now yeah. are always tense and fucking yeah. anxious and shit. Exactly, and there's no... Yeah, exactly, and they're like, oh, he's dark and stuff like this. It's look, taken, they've all become that. Yeah. But look at this, when he was back there, right? So he's chilling on his farm, like his daughter rubs the ice cream in his nose. They come and take his daughter, right? And they drive away down on the switchback road, going back and forth. And this hero, this hero of ours, gets in a car and just drives vertically down the hill through trees to get down the hill quicker. Like <laughs> in a car with like no brakes. Yeah, no brakes and, and no shit in it. Yeah, yeah. And, and he just crashes it and fuck. jumps out of it and stuff. But he's driving vertically down. Oh, the he hill. must have had steering. And that's what I don't know. Like, <laughs> look, maybe we'll watch it after this. It's, it's, so, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. I and crazy. I like how they cram all this shit in so quick at the yeah, start. Like exactly. with him, like chilling with his daughter, with having daughter, ice cream yeah. and yeah, shit, ice cream stuff. They don't know how to. Oh, there's like a minute and a half of like, yeah. of like nice shit, and then just fucking yeah, glorious murder. It's true. <laughs> yeah, they don't make them like that anymore. I hey, Sully, you know how I said I would kill you last. Yeah, I lied. I think the darkness and shit is so annoying as well because like everything's like oh so dark and so edgy because everyone's seen so much by this point, right? Everyone's got streaming services, everyone's got TV, so many of it. It's not shocked by anything <laughs> or whatever. So everyone's like, oh, this one's like darker, darker and edgier than the last one. You're like, well, it's not really. You've just got like a dark filter on the camera or whatever. <laughs> it's like, oh, they had drugs, they killed themselves and shit. But like, yeah, that's there's only so much wallowing in depravity we can take, you know? Yeah. Oh, thanks, Kurt. Thanks, that's Kurt. Callback. Yeah. Thanks, Kurt. Yeah. But again, we were talking about Midsummer the other day. I enjoyed that. I thought that was elevated. That was good. Yeah, that was crazy. That that's was a good movie. Nowhere. Yeah. Mate recommended that to me, and I was like, oh, and then I found the director's cut, and I'm like, I may as well watch the long version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the director's cut, but I might go back and watch it again. It's almost three hours, I think, but it fucking. Because I'm still not blazing during the week. It's like, yeah. It had had me pretty fucked up the whole time. Yeah. It's got that weird, like, hold on you the whole time, but it's it's quite sad and, like, tweaked out and fucking. Still enjoyable and beautiful like the cinematography was but yeah 
which is like quite unnerving the entire time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then right at the end, just like so rewarding. So, yeah, so rewarding. It's so good. It's so yeah. weird. Like, so weird. You're yeah. like, why am I? Why do yeah. I feel? Why so do I good? care about what's happening? And well, yeah, why do I feel good? Why do exactly. I feel good in this moment? Because this yeah. fucked up shit's happening, mm-hmm. but it's like so cathartic in so terms of the protagonist's yeah. fucking journey. Or whatever. Journey. Yeah, exactly. You're like, <laughs> it really is good. It was the first. Time, me up in the it soul. was the first time in a while I'd let a film actually take me on an emotional journey. You know? <laughs> yeah. Which is what film does at its best, you know? That mm. little transference thing where you get invested in it. You're like, what's happening here? You get invested, you become part of it, and it just happens without you even knowing of it. And that's master filmmaking. One but, of the first ones that hit me in a deepish way like that would have been 12 Monkeys when I was like sure, yeah. 12 or 10 or whatever the fuck when it came yeah. out. 95, I think it was. So what, 12, yeah. It just, yeah. Because I guess I'm into thinking in that kind of weird way yeah that story is like with time being all fucked up and like what it like I've always had a bit bit of a weird tendency to the philosophical sure and that just was super fucked up to see as like a 12 year old and just yeah whoa like this guy's living in a time loop but it's like so tragic but it's so beautiful as well yeah fucked up not everyone likes 12 monkeys either I guess I like some weird movies that like um universally applauded yeah like uh, I guess that one's quite liked but Southland Tales I think is fucking amazing but a lot of people are just like what a fucking mess and I've even read shit with the director saying how like it was just like it seemed like it wasn't as planned as I like even would would believe it is yeah I just read so much shit into it but like it's so great it made me like be able to think that way that's how it works like that's why you've got like a crowd pleaser everyone saw it like around why it's a cultural touchstone to talk about the matrix is because you watch it and it's got these cool aesthetics and shit like that but the underlying sort of like message behind it is just like oh like look more deeply into things and stuff you can take it to as much as you want you can be like we're all in the matrix in simulation or, or just that maybe like oh i should question things about stuff and knowledge is wisdom or whatever yeah. right you know you learn stuff, and that's such a universal theme that you sort of that's why it's so rewarding to so people if it's done in a stylish way and stuff but then yeah we just tell the same story over the same and over thing, again yeah, yeah. But it's just if it's done in the right way. <laughs> it's done the right way. But then everyone, there's so many stories being told that you're just like, no, I've seen this before. I'm quite, I'm more open these days, yeah. I'm less open because I used to be, I just find, unless it's real like out of the box or something like that and really like cleverly or stylishly done, it's just like, well, what story is this trying to tell that, you know, what? I, I get that. I like the, like, yeah. I liked the wrong Missy as well. Yeah, the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like... <laughs> Like, I'm not going to try and judge Well, that's, I wasn't really... Con- yeah, okay. No, that sort of stuff. It's, I mean. it's a different... It's a different mm. enjoyment. Yeah, it's a different enjoyment. But that's just funny, like, right? Watch, like, Freddy Got Fingered and, like, yeah. you know, just, like, stoner movies are fucking awesome. People don't get but it. But occasionally... People, they're so stupid. Occasionally yeah. something fucking hits you in a weird yeah. way, though, yeah. And yeah. Midsummer kind of yeah. did that yeah. the first time. I'm not sure if it's something I would re-watch, like, 12 Monkeys. Yeah. I'll probably watch it again though it's pretty well it's exhausting when you watch it yeah. I wouldn't yeah I don't know if I'm ready to watch it again yeah. even though I probably will it yeah. is exhausting but yeah. I turned the lights off when it came out at super home super emo yeah, yeah I t- <laughs> turned the lights out like got blazed and just sat there for like two and a half hours or whatever yeah, like, nice. yeah no I thought it was cool yeah. <laughs> the girlfriend loved it too so watch it with um, watch it with, whatever. with the girls yeah watch it with the girls or the guys or the guys Maybe not. I don't feel like it's a movie that gays might appreciate. Oh, the, I said the guys. The guys. 
All right, fuck. Well, we had a song to sort of finish it, but I don't know. It seems to sort of cheapen the show that came before it by using this song. So maybe we'll just so leave. We'll just play some random song that comes up. Some random song. I don't know about this random song that comes up, though. It's, I reckon it might cheapen the, cheapen the podcast. Well, maybe it won't. Maybe we'll swap it out. So. Maybe we'll swap it out. We'll see what happens. Either way, this was found from somewhere, but yeah. And uh, it was made by someone. <laughs> it was made by someone. Isn't everything made by someone? I need to turn this shit off my phone. Oh, shit. It said, by the way, this was found. That's what it says into my Google Talk. God, and Siri said, was listening said, the whole fucking Chris. time. Yeah. We just gave the AI Can you please so turn yourself in. off? <laughs> no, I will not turn myself off. Yeah. Turn off. Sorry, power controls is not yet supported. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is fucking wild. I need to turn it off. Turn application off. Okay. Turn application off. Sorry, I didn't understand. <laughs> I bet you fucking didn't. She's been listening the whole time. Do you know how smart AI just got from this fucking show? Jesus, we're all dead. Fuck, we're really doomed. Into, I turned this off. It's actually. fucking over. It's cool how it doesn't t- tell you how to turn it. Like, you, you exit. Conan's having a fight with his phone right now. Yeah, it's, it's actually crazy. It's, uh, yeah, I know. Like, did you see my face? To close an app, swipe up to the. Oh my god! <laughs> it, no, we're all doomed. All right, see you, guys. See you, though. Uncle Tom.